This podcast is being recorded on the lands of the Wurundjeri people of the Kulin Nation. We pay our respects to elders past, present and emerging, and acknowledge their ongoing connection to land, waters and culture. Sovereignty was never ceded, and we recognise their ownership of what always was and always will be, Aboriginal land. Dad. Should we do a slight character breakdown as like a reminder for people who's who? Yes. Or should we just jump in? I think we should just jump in because a lot of those guys, I think we've decided they're just, it's another French policeman and we I don't feel the distinction is that important, is it? I think, I think we're just do, going to do a quick one. Okay. Well, should we at least announce, announce who our own people are as we go through this? Okay. I've got this on Well, I've got, pages. I'll read out the character and a brief, We'll talk about who it is. Okay, here's here is some characters. Obviously, up top, we got our guy Paro. We got Hercule Poirot. He's our little grey cells detective, who's played by moi, moi-même. Uh, and then uh, I um, that's Poirot, and Poirot has a really friendly guy who helps him around mm. called Captain Arthur Hastings, who's narrating this little shindig, and um, Holly has been reading him yes. thus far. Yeah, tis I. Um, I mean, Hastings can best be described as the Watson to Poirot's, like, Sherlock Holmes kind of thing. Yes. Um, a kind of a stolid English chap. Big for, fan, formerly of, fan the, of Poirot's form, work. Former military guy. Yeah. Um, tries to do his own little bit of detecting but gets sidetracked by, you know, by a bit of skirt a lot of the time. Um, um, so Now, we've also then we've met... A, a local magistrate, Mr. Ote, who I'm reading as well. I seem to remember he had a slightly slightly deeper voice than Poirot, but not much, not as deep as some of my other French characters. <laughs> I think the <laughs> deepness of the character voices um, varies from episode to episode, but I think, I think everyone will, can guys. with us. Oh, it um, depends. They've been, having the, the, they've been having the cognac, the cognac most expensive at times. So yes. So fix it. Okay. I'm having, tr- I'm having trouble today. All right, and you, Holly? Um- oh, I was just going to say that Monsieur Ote is, yes, he's a magistrate, of, also referred to sometimes as the judge d'instruction, and he has a goatee and is tall, I feel like is his main identifier. <sighs> okay, that, that'll help me again to read out, read goatee. Yeah, when I'm reading that, read, that it like, read it like he's got a goatee. Um, who, a chap who we don't think has a goatee, is Monsieur Bex, the commissaire of Merlinville. Yeah, they definitely would have told us if he had a goatee. He's just a goateeless fool. Um, he's kind of the local head cop, I think. Like he's, I think he's. They say he's the Merlinville commissary, which, in my mind, is that it's like it's the smallish town, and he's the he's the head kind of guy there. Um, and he knows Poro already. Yes. Yeah. Another guy who. Was familiar with Poirot, but they haven't officially met. Is Mister, who will now call Renault, but he's probably Reynold. Um, this guy we thought who was French, then we thought he was Spanish, and turned out to be English. Who lives in rural France? Yeah. But Mister, um, but since he's surrounded by French people, they probably pronounce his name Renault. Renault. Um, we're not going to see much of him because he's dead. Yeah, we saw his body. Um, that's happened. He's dead. Yeah, he's a French, English, South American guy that's dead. In his underpants and a long overcoat. Oh, and an overcoat. We haven't got up to the long bit. Was he just in his underpants? In his underclothes. 
with his oh. overcoat thrown over it. Okay. Okay. Very significant. Don't forget that, everybody. And quite a different visual than just like knickers. Yes, I guess. All and right. Overcoat. Just that's just an important. Um, all right. Yeah. We say underwear, and for us moderns, it's just the briefs, the jockettes. <laughs> quite very simple. I don't think anyone says jockettes. I know, but it's got a French ending. So it's just. <laughs> okay. We used um, to call them jockettes when I was a young'un, well before your time. Is that true? It's true. I Definitely. Go, your jockettes are on the line? Yeah, but th- these days anything with the French ending is becoming out of date. Like you're supposed to say napkin in polite society, not serviette anymore. A serviette I denotes thought, I was a like paper. Napkinette? Pa- <laughs> napkin. Well, no, kin actually means an et. Same ending. Kin means oh. a little one. Um, mm. But there's uh, a general move away from Frenchy. Words in upper class English, except ha ha ha. The nap of napkin is from French originally, but the kin is not. But yes, et means little fem- little female thing, little feminine thing, and kin just means little thing. Like okay, yeah. cool. I thank you. That was uh, very educational. Oh yeah, um, so that was Mister Mister Renault, who's the dead guy, but who is at the moment not quite dead, is Mrs. Renault or Reynolds. Right? His, no, his, she's not dead at all. I mean, she has fainted. Yes. Or like, and, and been sedated as often, fainted, fainted and sedated as classically the wife uh, is in these stories. Um, we haven't met her. She's upstairs. Um, I think that's maybe what the next scene is. Yes. Is, um, we'll meet her and find out more about her deal. Um, then they have a son, Jacques Renault, who we don't know very much about other than the fact that uh, he doesn't speak very good French. Yes. So he's clearly English. And we have two maids um, of varying degrees of service, lengths of service. Um, well, we actually have three, but, like, I feel like Leonie and Denise are kind of, like, their sisters, like Leonie Oya and Denise Oya. Oh, yes. This kind of, like young maids and they don't seem to be that different from each other. They seem to be kind of like popping in to give information. There's also Francoise. You love Francoise. Well, you Dad started it so and then I interrupted you. Yeah. Now, Francoise is not such a young maid as the other ones. Yes. She, she, is, she's a very she's experienced maid. not a young maid. Not a young maid. Yeah. At the other end mm-hmm. of the spectrum besides being young. Yes. Then we have – Oh, and we have Cinderella, who we don't think is what her real name is. Um, and she was the hottie that we met on the train that Dad played in the first chapter. Who has a sister, and we've heard since in a certain letter that there is a girl called Bella involved, but mm. just by letter. Which rhymes with Cinderella, but could that does that mean anything? Maybe so, maybe no. Yeah, maybe so, maybe no. And speaking Dad of- thinks that it does mean yes. Oh, yeah. Come on. There's always connections with young um, women with scarlet lipstick on a train. There's there's connections somewhere. Um, oh, yeah. It's not like she's gone. Oh, no, no. And, and the two characters that I think are coming up in these next couple of chapters that we're going to read today that we haven't met yet, but just so that we know when we get to them, there's a gardener called Auguste. 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 Um, like Augustus Gloop, yeah. but he's just August. Um, he's a gardener. I don't think he's around too much. I'll play him. Now, I think we've left two important impending characters off this list. 
I thought only one. We haven't mentioned the Dobroys. Oh. Mother and daughter. I forgot about the... Dobroy. Yeah, that was really Bravo, good. Dobroy. She's been working on her, Thanks. her French accent for the last two weeks, mon ami. I have not. I just spent, I just spent like one million hours trying to edit the last podcast <laughs> and heard myself say it so badly so many times. Um, Madame Dobroy. Um, and her daughter, Marthe Dobroy. Mm-hmm. I don't think we've met, but she's been mentioned. Mm, yeah. Yeah. I think Francoise talks about that she has a daughter. Okay. All right. Okay. Well, then. There's only one more character that I think is important because he turns out to be quite a main character and we're about to get introduced to him. Okay. And this is uh, Monsieur Giraud. That's spelled G-I-R-A-U-D. Giraud. How do I pronounce that? Giraud. 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 Who is the kind of the Parisian uh, detective so like he's he's from the big city he's kind of a big deal uh he comes in and thinks Poro's a bit of a clown a bit of a bozo uh from the old times who and he's a bit um yeah he's a big deal he thinks Poro's a bit of a dandy and which he is a bit silly which he is but that he you know particularly plays up so that people underestimate him right but also it just is true um and so it, they, Jero uh, doesn't really. I think they kind of have some civility towards each other, but Jero is pretty, pretty much a bit of a rude guy that thinks Poirot is a bit of a, yeah, a bit of a bozo. Well, that's the. There's a tradition, and it's the Lestrade tradition, um, but it kind of gets mixed up with Poirot. So the, um, with the Conan Doyles, um, it's basically an old school tie versus a comprehensive school thing. So the Scotland Scotland yeah. Yard, the Scotland Yard officials are professional detectives, right? Um, whereas Holmes is, you know, fr- from an amateur, an amateur in the good sense of the word. The, 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 mm. What we call a private school, what the British call public school boy, and doing things in his own his own offbeat sort of way with no actual not actually doing the hard slog, not actually doing a methodical kind of work. So it's really a class thing. So the Scotland Yard is a, is a working class haven of these middle, middle and lower middle class boys made good. But we have these characters like Holmes yeah. who wing in and just show that, well, you know, we show that the, uh, the upper classes have still the upper hand, as Noel Coward put it. They can be naturally more predisposed to being smart, I guess, is the... Yeah. <laughs> Great. Thanks, England. Fucking killing it again. <laughs> killing it again. Uh, uh, anyway. Great stuff. So. Okay, so that was quite – you know what I might do is I might take this bit and make it a separate little 10-minute so. episode that people could listen to if they want. Like if you if you are finding it a bit confusing, um, this might help. <laughs> But also it might have made it more confusing. I really hope not. I feel like I, I hope that it was good. 